Good evening, everyone. We are the Spooky Barber Babes, and tonight we are reviewing Halloween Kills. But does it really? Yeah. So tonight we're going to be talking about, um, oh, Brandon's going to be recapping the last Halloween movie. I think it was what, 2018 is what you said? Yeah, the one that came out in 2018, just simply called Halloween. Yeah, so we're going to recap that one. Um, then we're going to just jump into Halloween Kills. And then when we're done that, we might uh, talk a little bit about some of uh, the older movies, zombies version. Um, the ones that the series doesn't acknowledge, but somehow they had to get made. The ones that just don't make sense. Yeah, which um, is half the franchise. But <laughs> so if you haven't already subscribed, click on the like button, subscribe. And we'll keep you updated. But as of right now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So if you've lived under a rock or uh, have never seen the Halloween franchise, um, we're just going to go back, if you will, to Haddonfield, Illinois, Halloween night, 1963, where a six-year-old Michael Myers brutally murders his teenage sister Judith to death in her bedroom with a kitchen knife owl while wearing his halloween clown costume uh so 15 years later he is in a mental institution and he is under the care of dr samuel loomis who comes to see him the night before halloween and he man michael manages to escape from the mental institution and takes off in a car somehow someone locked up in a mental institution from the age of six can drive the age of 21 magically knows how to drive but we won't go there it's fine i think they actually talk about that like how does he know how to drive well he did a damn good job Pretty <laughs> um, much. so uh dr samuel loomis knows exactly where he's headed for some reason so he knows he's he's going to haddonfield it's definitely happening uh so then we, then we meet laurie strode who is uh, like 16, 17, a 20 year old Jamie Lee Curtis at the time. <laughs> she looks good though. Yeah, so I was about I to say. Even now she looks good. So I can't oh, hate. Yeah. <laughs> so Lori Strode, she's walking to school with Tommy Doyle, who is a little boy that she babysits. And Lori's father has to run, is a uh, realtor. And she has to run a quick errand and drop a key off at what was the old Myers house um it's abandoned or not so much abandoned anymore because michael has returned and is watching her and tommy doyle from the safety of the front door so he sees laurie entering yeah so he sees laurie and the tommy but that begins the stalking of laurie strode they haven't established their Anything. relation yet so he stalks Lori and her friends seemingly from the day of Halloween and everything uh her friends I believe kind of throw some like hey creeper you know kind of comments at him oh yeah yeah I think he's they they actually if I'm correct uh was it is it Amy or the other They're friend An well Annie and oh, I was Annie Linda are the I think, two it, friends. I think it's Linda is the one that actually is calls him out on like yeah. hey you want some you yeah. know just trying to like get the dude to bugger off because yeah. they just think it's some creep in a halloween mask yeah so loomis arrives in haddonfield and tries to warn the uh, chief of police of michael's escape and that he is here or on his way here they don't know that he's officially there yet 
um go figure the police chief doesn't take him seriously he's like what's he gonna do like no (laughs) like you're crazy (laughs) so halloween might night Michael goes on his little killing spree. He slaughters Lori's friends, Annie, Linda, and Linda's boyfriend, Bob. Uh, Michael realizes that Lori is a force to be reckoned with uh, because she doesn't just die like his sister did. And that she actually fights back multiple times. So his uh, infatuation to kill her is less about her being his sister at this point and more about the fact that she is the babysitter he could not kill so yeah. well when did they was... not you skipped over the part where they acknowledged that that was his sister that he found out so that actually happens in halloween too they are at the hospital okay. it is later that night Lori has been admitted to the hospital for various injuries thanks clearly to myers <laughs> um, i want to say she breaks a leg she's got a stabbing in the arm you know things <laughs> girl's been through hell you know um i want to say michael is there too for some reason i think he follows to the hospital presuming that that is where she would be uh goes on a killing spree throughout the hospital kills several several hospital staff members all the while loomis tries to michael um you know his way through the hospital hey that was a damn good impression you can't even <laughs> no it, you actually it was spot on that's <laughs> kind of the best part about it um and uh so halfway through we learned from some sort of hospital personnel that Lori is in fact michael meyer's sister so here's my question they find that out i i know i'm sorry okay. did i just cut you off no so i want to say it was a situation that it might have been in her file or something like that that she was adopted Maybe. um so here's okay so here's my question do they actually acknowledge in the original Halloween franchise that she was adopted. Because obviously I in the zombie franchise they that they do. So yeah, that's Rob my Zombie's question. franchise, they talk about that. And so that's, here, yeah, like, go so ahead. So here's my thing. So because it was seemingly in the, in the original franchise that they were like this middle-class family, their neighborhood was in a fairly nice neighborhood. Um, it's not like it was the, the zombie version where there was run down like trailer yeah. park and stuff like that. So here's my question was she actually ever adopted or was strode the name that they changed it to so um to avoid it's actually funny it's funny that you say that because okay so when halloween kills opens Mm -hmm. i don't know if you noticed this but they they recap us back to 1963 that night um you see officer hawkins i want to say that's not 63 that's 78 that's 78 because, yeah okay well it was, it was the night the... that she was attacked they said it was because the night they're she... trying to find him okay so she had already gone to the hospital so this is before he followed her to the hospital so this is when they're still yeah. trying to track him down that's what it was my bad yeah. so that night they recap and they bring you to the house mm-hmm. if you look at the house because i mean it starts off you literally see i think it was it lonnie is on the ground mm-hmm. half pissing his pants saying he's, yeah. gonna, he's gonna get me he's gonna get me and then we're actually the officers look up and bam they're at the Myers house did you notice in front of the um the home it has the sign for strode realtor realtors mm-hmm. on it yeah so if you look up it says strode realtors so I'm wondering if there's a good possibility she was adopted um and maybe even not like physically they might she might have just been placed in the care of the strodes um i'm actually wondering if the strodes were friends of the myers yeah because who's to say that 
Yeah, because who's to say that they didn't take the baby? I mean, she was still, what, a baby when the sister yeah. was murdered? She was, yeah. Yeah, so I'm... Because doing the math, if he was 21 when he broke out of the asylum mm-hmm. and he was six, so she, 16, 17, yeah, she would have been a... She would have been a, ba- a baby. Yeah. She has. She had probably had no idea that she even had an older brother. Yeah. And I mean, I, I know refresh my memory because it's been forever since i've seen the originals do they discuss about um how his mom and dad died no that's that's the other thing i don't think so it's zombies version is the only one that actually legit gives us a background which i mean truth be told if you're going from like okay you're assuming that his hmm, now my brain just went on a different tangent my bad so what if her parents like you said shard was just the name that they took who's to say that that isn't the myers family yeah so now like so okay if that was the case then yes i could see that being the shro name because if you're assuming that mike didn't kill his mom and dad then yeah yeah i can he was admitted before he killed he was just like on the front lawn like yeah (laughs) what did you do and so if, if i'm correct he didn't even even in the zombie version he didn't kill his mother Mm-mm. in zombies version he only killed his sister her mm. boyfriend and the stepdad yeah and that actually boyfriend i think it was or whatever the heck he he was to he mother. was something to the mom yeah. but, he, but either way he never killed his mother in yeah. either version yeah. his mother killed herself in the, the second one version. in the zombie yeah. version so i'm wondering like if because i mean they don't even even zombies version doesn't really tell you what happened to michael's dad So and so going into <laughs> yeah, going into the zombie version. So while we're on kind of a tangent of the zombie version, so the zombie versions Rob Zombie. When we say zombie, we're not referring to the undead versions. Um, I'm hoping people so, would know about that. That's who we you know, mean. <laughs> you never know. I leave nothing up to assumption at this point. True. true, true. Um. So they're not obviously canon to the original story they're just his take on it but her and i were actually discussing prior to pressing record that there's elements of the backstory to the michael myers plot if you will that are included in the rob zombie version that we almost don't get in the actual halloweens that we almost prefer Yes. Like, I actually prefer the fact that it's not an hour and 45 minutes of some adult man that we have zero backstory on going on some killing spree in Rob yeah. Zombie's version. I actually like the fact that the first hour is the character development of he came from a rough upbringing, his mom was a stripper who was in and out of relationships, his mom had several uh, children from seemingly different relationships. Um, I don't even know if it was covered, if the baby um, who was, who would end up being Laurie Strode was actually a product of the mother and her boyfriend or husband or whatever the heck it was. I'm thinking that it was because actually, actually, yes, it was because um, Sherry does say, which if you guys don't know, Sherry Moon Zombie plays Mike Myers' mom and does an amazing job doing it. Um, But she does actually yell at her boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever the hell he is. Um, He does yell at her, at him to take care of his daughter um, and to leave her older daughter alone because he's making, he makes such inappropriate comments. Like, dude, when Mike actually like- Like cringy, yeah. 
when Mike it's, actually finally just to this to the uh, boyfriend, whatever the hell he is, I literally deserved. was sitting there <laughs> clapping because I was like, yes, he deserved it. But I will say this, and I wish they would have showed a little bit of this in the original. But and taking zombies version into the newer movies, it might make a little bit more sense. But zombie showed Mike as caring mm-hmm. for the, his baby sister. Yeah, like he showed that there was a relationship there, not actually just oh, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. So and that's where in my mind it, I can see that connection. It's like okay, does he really want her dead? Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, he's trying to kill her because obviously she's trying to kill him. But originally he didn't know that was his sister. Who's to Mm -hmm. say he still does know that's his sister. Yeah. Because you can't acknowledge that. Yeah. So we'll get into that for the 2018 in this one. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so the, with the zombie versions, you see like Samuel Loomis, like you see the time that Sam Loomis spends with him and developing. And he's like, you know, he like, like initially when he's first in the hospital, he's like, oh, when can I go home? Like he doesn't remember anything of that night. Um, you actually get the context of like that he just thinks it's a normal day that he just blacked out. Yeah. He didn't think of Psychotic anything. And then break. something, something snaps. Yeah. And then Psychotic you see break. him go for the you know where he doesn't like his face exposed. And then when you see him that he doesn't like chooses not to speak anymore. Like you see him go through those kind of stages in like a montage. Um, so you actually get that backstory of Sam Loomis's relationship to Michael over the years. Same with, uh, you know, Danny Trejo, the the uh, caretaker, whatever the heck he's called. I think he's technically um, considered a security guard. He is like a janitor kind of situation, yeah. but he was kind to him. He treated him like a human being versus something that he hadn't had or a you know a lockup kind of thing he treated him like he talked to him he's like hey mikey you know it's fine don't worry about it don't fret it you know he started that when he was a child you see him talking to him as a child if i'm correct he actually mike make chooses the conscious decision when his mom stops showing up yeah so and i'm wondering if that's like if they really told him like hey your mom killed herself kind of thing like or if they because i don't remember them acknowledging that his mom wasn't going to come and visit him again because he was gone well and half of the reason of her killing herself this is still the rob zombie version guys yeah we're still on the rob zombie tangent um but yeah half of the reason that you see him kind of start to go on like when you see him start to do his psychotic break thing because remember the mom was still alive when she uh when he chooses to kill the nurse yeah that was watching him because Sam Loomis was going to walk her to her car yes. and he asked a nurse to just kind of look after him for a minute. And she, he like, that's the last time the that, nurse. yeah. And that's the so last, that was time, the last she time that, her. yeah, that she he sees, sees her. Yeah. yeah. Um, she chooses not to come after that. She's watching home movies and she, you know, honestly, so, I think she does that because of guilt. Yeah, I think she guilt. blames herself for what what's going on with him. Yeah. Like, this is my I fault yeah. i lost my kid i lost and, and, and essentially in her mind she didn't just lose one kid she lost two mm-hmm. if you really think about it because i mean in the zombie version there's three kids the oldest one who gets stabbed yeah and then mike and then the baby which i don't know did was her name Lori in that one or the, i think her whole name angel. was she, yes name angel myers yeah so her whole name got changed yeah but so. I think in Zombies version in the first one, they acknowledge her name as sisters, Angel Myers. Yeah. Now, granted, in the 
Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, original John Carpenter versions, they don't actually acknowledge what her name was. She just, they just acknowledge her as Michael Myers' biological sister. Yeah, which is, so, so may, I'm wondering if that's where in the zombie movies, when she finds out, doesn't she actually find out that way because of, um, is it the sheriff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's- Because it's, the sheriff is her best friend's dad. Who yeah. She ended up, this is the second, ver- like the, the part two of the Rob Zombie version. Um, they don't dwell on the hospital thing like they do for an entire movie in the John Carpenter versions. Yeah, because I about to say Annie but, lives yeah, in the first Annie one. lives in um, the zombie versions and Lori ends up living with her and her dad. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to like a couple years after the fact. She's like 19, 20, something like that. Um, gotten into drugs, gotten into, you know, the emo life. <laughs> No, well, that wasn't and, even the emo life. That was straight up the rocker grunge life. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's what that was. I mean, she was working in a record store. Yeah. Um, so. But I also think in the Rob Zombie second one, Sheriff Hackett, I, I think he dies. Yeah. Which, which we'll address in the original, like the, the new one that just came yeah. out. There's a big difference there. So I think with Rob Zombie, he knew he was only going to do two. So he put some closure on yeah. his but if you have not seen the rob zombie ones but you have seen the originals you will actually notice that um the daughter i forget which movie she was in um but the girl that plays annie in the rob zombie movies was in the original halloween she was uh one of the little girls Lindsay. Uh, no she was not Lindsay because in the new one 70s yeah and yep and in the new in the new one it was actually Kyle Richards was the original Lindsay so it's funny how in this one um all of the characters that you see as adults were all the original kids except for Anthony Michael Hall Anthony Michael Hall was not Tommy Doyle (laughs) he was not (laughs) he was not (laughs) so the original Tommy Doyle was portrayed by in the original Halloween, it was Brian Andrews. So yes, you're right. Um, in Halloween six, he was portrayed by Paul Rudd. Yeah, the adult Tommy Doyle was and then, Paul Rudd. And then yes, Anthony Michael Hall played um, played him in the new one. But again, I if, uh, I want to say all the others were the originals, the original cast, because they um, actually. <laughs> side note. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Kyle Richards actually reenacted one of their scenes from like the original, like on set of the new one. And I, I saw videos of as like a video and a couple of pictures. I was just like, that, that's kind of epic. Like, <laughs> not gonna lie, that's kind of epic. Um, but also, side note, Kyle Richards broke her nose for real in that movie. Like really. in the new one, because you know, I, I side watch you know, Real Housewives of Beverly yeah. Hills. We're not gonna go there, but I do. And um, actually, they start off the season with her right after she got nose surgery, and they were asking, like, what happened? And she was like, Oh, yeah, broke my nose on the new Halloween set, it's nothing, it's fine. I'm like, Damn, go girl. All right, anyway. also, crazy other side <laughs> note does anyone else uh still have the problem that they see Anthony Michael Hall's name in the in the uh credits of anything and you automatically think back to breakfast club and national lampoon's vacation and you think teenage anthony michael hall and then he gets on stage and you're like wait who's that oh yeah yes <laughs> like, that one was one you? of those moments where you're who just are like, you oh shit <laughs> <laughs> 
no offense to Anthony Michael Hall, but also like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. 80s and 90s kid problems, okay. So (laughs) that was a incredibly random tangent that we (laughs) completely sidetracked on. But (laughs) so there's, you know, three, four, five, six, bunch of random movies in between um h2o comes out which is the 20 year anniversary one um it's not really acknowledged by 2018 or by halloween kills which i get but i also kind of think that had they just made different decisions 20 years ago that they easily could have you know made it work um, we see Laurie Strode as a school marm who's assumed a different name under a witness protection program. Um, she's developed a drinking problem, which girl probably would too. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and of course, Josh Hartnett is her son, and which we never hear from or about ever again, because go figure, they don't acknowledge it as a thing. They don't acknowledge any of the extra kids she had. No, Let's I was going to say it. the third one, there was supposed to be a, or the fourth one, there's supposed to be a jamie that like also had michael myers psychoticness yeah so i mean honestly i feel like since the movie franchise itself doesn't even want to acknowledge it maybe we shouldn't either i know exactly (laughs) so Uh, we'll we'll just go past that one (laughs) so 2018 which is i do like that the way that they did i feel like 2018 kills which i don't think we realized at the time was kind of what they were doing um I think that they intended for this to be like you know how Halloween was part one and then mm-hmm. Halloween two was like that night continuing yeah that's what they did with 2018 and Halloween kills it all takes place in the same night just spread out over two separate movies yeah. so 2018 movie opens with Smith Grows Rehab Michael has been kept there for the last 40 years uh, so we see Dr. Sartan, who is the new Loomis, essentially. Loomis has since passed away, but Dr. Sartan was a uh, mentor, like Loomis was his mentor. So he grew up in his like residency looking after Michael with Loomis until Loomis passed on. There's a couple reporters who were there doing a podcast who, uh, you know, want to kind of look into and write about Michael's case that show up there. So despite many years of The Shape being silent in the films, Dr. Sartan informs the two reporters that Michael can in fact speak, he just chooses not to, that he also has a, because of that, he has a heightened sense of awareness, uh, which is made apparent when the other patients start having outbursts, when the reporter pulls out his, uh, from his bag, the infamous white mask, which Random side note, uh, if anyone doesn't know the back Halloween history, um, the infamous Michael Myers mask is none other than a William Shatner mask turned inside out, painted white, and hair attached to it. So, (laughs) and it's funny too, because it's like, until you you know that, you don't see it, but then once you know it, you can't unsee it. So, (laughs) and the mask has gone through various stages over the years. I personally like it when the mask looks a little rough and tumble, when it's too perfect, like, and boy behind me up here, which was uh, the guy who was the stuntman for part two, the original. It was a Kane Hodder, right? Mm, No. Not in in 79 or whatever it was. Um, He was Jason in 7 through 10, but I don't know if That's what I'm doing. I'm confusing. Yeah, I was going to say, Kane was Jason. Um, 
he's it's yeah, there wrong it's franchise there. it's fine <laughs> look like i said guys it is just to give you guys a, like a heads up it is eight o'clock on a sunday night and it's been a long day so don't mind me if i'm getting my halloween franchises mixed up because I, let's face it i've been watching a lot of them lately as as have i <laughs> <laughs> so his back is turned uh we never see his face that is the one thing that halloween movies have pretty much kept consistent you see profiles but even to this day we have yet to see a full frontal face um except in the first one where you briefly see his face i was actually gonna say in the new one but, in yeah, the new one see, there's like, a part where you see a little yeah. bit more of his face a little bit more yeah. and more but it's still a profile it's still yeah. never like it's never like full-on same with 2018 you see a profile like you can kind of fill in the blanks if you will as to what he would look like but for the most part it's always profile so yeah back to the reporters so failing to get a response from michael the reporters tracked down Lori strode where she has barricaded herself uh in her compound with barbed wire fences um you know a call box sliding electric fence the whole nine um after bribing her with three thousand dollars for an interview she gets informed that they are in fact moving michael from uh the rehab facility to a maximum security prison along with a couple other inmates and she's like you know that's a mistake like he's better off where he is so that we meet in like a side a little aside we meet Lori's daughter Karen where she also has a teenage daughter of her own and a husband uh the teenage daughter's name is Allison and the husband is a very uh eccentric individual um uh, we find out in Halloween Kills that apparently he sold Lonnie Peyote a few times um but you know the, the and had mom- a really bad trip so Lori and Alice yeah Alice and the granddaughter have a secret kind of relationship that uh her mom Karen uh isn't really aware of per se just because Karen would rather that Allison stay away from Lori uh she kind of thinks her mom is a whack job that's she crazy she's just, yeah she's just not a good influence you know she'll try to talk her out of having a normal teenage life and try to be like the boogeyman's gonna get you every second of every day you know again you see Lori in her compound uh she is a hell of a shot first of all um <laughs> she's had 40 years to figure it out Own it in yeah and uh much like in halloween h2o uh Lori copes with the michael anxiety and ptsd by drinking uh which causes various rifts in her family which is partially why karen also would like allison to stay away from her so karen kind of reveals to allison a little bit how her childhood was consumed by the fear and preparation of michael myers until child services took her away at age 12 so yeah go figure this is all the night before halloween uh michael's bus crashes who could have predicted that because that doesn't happen in literally every single other halloween movie ever made <laughs> i feel like it all happens it, like, yeah. it happens all the time with all of them where you're just like much. hmm yeah so no, go figure michael goes on his killing spree um he's more so just trying to find his way back to Haddonfield trying to find his way back to the house everything and we kind of go and find out and kills that his house has since been renovated and you know taken over by another couple 
but yeah basically goes on one of his classic halloween michael myers killing sprees and in that process uh comes across the sheriff and dr sartan uh, that track down michael as well as allison and all these other things that happen gets injured seemingly murdered practically by dr sartan because dr sartan wanted to protect his patient uh basically my uh the doctor throws both allison and michael into the back seat of a locked cop car and drives it practically right onto laurie's property <laughs> because yeah. the doctor is trying to orchestrate them getting together because he thinks that that is the key Michael wasn't really actually even really after Lori. That's the one thing that I think that I like about these is that they kind of made it like, this isn't so much about Lori at all. It's more about the doctor. And not only that, it's more just about him trying to get home. He yeah. wanted, because again, they like, again, we'll get into it. They address and kills. He just wants to go to his home. He so wants my, to go to his childhood home. It was uh, Lonnie that actually says it. Yeah, and it says if and I'm like I actually did did do a little bit of research mm-hmm. that a lot of it Lonnie's right he kills yeah. and then runs home. Mm-hmm. So what does that tell you guys? Leave him in the house. Just yeah, leave him in the house. Leave him there. It's fine. Because it's at the fine. end of the day, as long as everybody leaves that house alone, leaves him alone, I highly doubt he'll leave it. Yeah, <laughs> I hate to say it that way, but it's yeah. just like hmm, how to stop Mike Myers? Give him his house. So basically, he makes his way onto the property because who couldn't, who could have predicted that? Uh, and uh, we see all of Lori Strode's crazy, badass booby traps that she has rigged in her house. One of which being uh, in the basement. They, you know, they get him down to the basement by tricking him. And uh, when they get him in the basement, finally, uh, Lori pulls a lever and spike strips come across the front. <laughs> trapping him in the basement she lights a pilot light and sets the bitch on fire so mind you all the while she has been stabbed by michael Mm -hmm. myers in the stomach no less he has since killed karen's husband murdered a lot of allison's friends yep see you know so it's just a whole thing she basically ignites the whole house uh leaving him to kind of burn to death seemingly so we think go figure the last thing that we hear at the end of the credits is michael myers breathing through a mask so that would lead us into halloween kills yep right so before we get into halloween kills let's take a minute for a quick ad break you guys are anything like me you like to stay hydrated throughout the day so how do you do that? Do you bring a 10-pound lunchbox with you to work with five LaCroix and three throwaway plastic water bottles? Because that's what I was doing, and it kind of sucked. So how do you fix that? I recently partnered with the Hydro Jug, and let me tell you, this thing has become one of my new favorite items. Not only does it hold almost a half gallon of water, but the wide mouth opening allows me to fit huge bar size ice cubes in there. I can also fit an entire lemon in there if I wanted to. The neoprene sleeve on the outside comes off and is machine washable. Not only that, but the bottle, the cap, and the straw on the inside are all dishwasher safe. I have so many tumblers that are either glitter or epoxy or decal that I have to hand wash. So not only does this thing get you hydrated, it saves you time. Think this style's too girly? Not a problem. They come out with different colors and styles almost weekly. So there really is something for everyone. Check out the affiliate link in the description below to get your Hydro Jug today. And thank you to the Hydro Jug for partnering with me as a brand ambassador. All right. So as we were saying, Halloween kills. The the reason why we're here. (laughs) 
Um, so I have to say the way the movie started was like, hmm. Yeah. If you, okay. So for all of you out there that have not watched the 2018 Halloween movie, you need to watch it or else you will be like me and be like, this movie has no plot. Mm. It will piss you off. You will be like, at the end of it, you'll just be like, I wasted an hour and 45 minutes of my life and that sucked. But then when I explained that it's like the part one is. Then it made a lot more sense to me. And now I'm going, hmm, dumbass, dumbass. Um, You would have understood why the boyfriend's in a skirt the whole movie. (laughs) Yeah. So for most of you guys that don't know, this kid is literally, his name's Cameron. And he's literally in a full on like dress. I just assumed it was a Halloween costume. It's because him and Allison, the girlfriend, the granddaughter of Laurie Stroh, they were at a Halloween dance. And they were Bonnie and Clyde, but gender bent. I kind of liked it. Yeah. And that's why she's in like a zoot suit the entire time. Yes. That's why. Um, (laughs) But so when they start the movie, you literally, you see this kid. If I think I'm doing it right. Yeah. The kid. Yeah, you saw him first. He's trying to get brains. a hold of his friend he's, who is who literally they pa- they pan a... off to this kid, like as he's on the phone with him, they pan up to the phone in the kid's pocket, and there's a fence there, and then you're then like it pans back, and you just see this kid go through it. Um, but then and he looks over and he sees the sheriff like on the ground, seemingly dead. But, yeah. yeah, and when he runs over, he realizes that he's still alive and is like oh my god let me help you let me like take off this little scarf thing and hold it to your neck and he was like i'm gonna be the one that kills him and the kid's like what are you talking about he's like i'm gonna be the one that kills him he doesn't even really say who um and then it we flash back to flashbacks (laughs) and you see uh sheriff uh hawkins young sheriff hawkins Mm -hmm. chasing mike myers who's Mm -hmm. not really running he's just doing that staunchy walk um he takes where we also meet the childhood lonnie as well yes yes actually which and he he poor lonnie is getting picked on and made fun of like i I felt so bad for him like oh tommy doyle wasn't the only one picked on yeah right (laughs) there's these four cops and they end up splitting up um sheriff hawkins goes with another officer i think they just address him as frank or not frank but um no frank is hawkins yeah he's going off with officer mccabe and then they just they pan away and you see lonnie getting made fun of by these two girls and there was it was it an, it wasn't an officer was it that stopped them it was yeah. okay so officer's telling these Basically kids said like hey have you seen a guy in a white mask and she's like it's halloween everybody's in a mask <laughs> i mean yeah true Accurate, but <laughs> but um so basically what ends up happening is is they all kind of disband and Lonnie's running by himself and he falls. And as he's falling, if you like, it focuses on him and then it pans back a little bit and there's Mike. So the thing is, is he's like, Lonnie's screaming. He's seeing Mike, he's freaking out. He's screaming and he's just, he covers himself. And next thing you know, it's officer Hawkins and officer McCabe who like touched him was like, are you okay? And then that entails with what I said earlier, where they pan up and he's at, Right across the street from Mike Myers' home. Um, And like I was saying earlier, if you actually go back and you watch it again, you'll see where it says as a sign out front that says Strode on the house. Yeah. Um, So they, you know, they pan in, they go in, they take a look around. Obviously the house is disheveled. It's been emptied and whatnot. Um, 
the one thing too that's kind of a cool aside is that the officer McCabe was talking to Hawkins about how when he was a kid his mom used to make him go over to try to play with Michael they felt bad for him he had no friends and he's like even when I was there he didn't want to do anything he literally just stood in his sister's bedroom just staring out the window so that becomes an important part part you know into it when they go into the house and they look around officer mccabe goes into what was judith's bedroom and goes to look out the window and he looks down and he sees there's boot prints here but that's gonna come in come in at the end of at the end of the movie because that will there's well, kind of yeah. a there's kind of a big it's a full circle uh, moment <laughs> um so basically mike's in the house yeah. and he's getting a rope and he's choking out officer mccabe and officer hawkins is in another room he comes running you know a little late like i would have ran a little bit faster hearing the ruckus but you know um so he comes in and he's pointing a gun at mike and saying put him down mike's not listening clearly so what does officer hawkins do he shoots his partner right in the throat pretty much an accident mike pretty much used him as a shield and accidents happen but it then pans back to, I think, the end of movie two, the, the original movie two, um, where the doctor comes into the house and yells, Officer Hawkins, has he killed anyone else? Has he killed anyone else? And um, they don't really answer you with what he says yeah. at that point. Then it just shows you the officers beating him down and all that stuff. And then it pans right back to present time. Yeah. Um, basically, you see Lori her daughter her granddaughter all in the back of this random truck but you hear fire alarms and you're like shit yeah. and as fire trucks are passing them Lori and them are screaming no let him die let it burn all the and while Lori is hemorrhaging from the stomach which <laughs> which okay so I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute yeah. so fire crews get there they get inside they start you know trying to put out the fire doing their job well, I think one guy falls through the floor. Mm-hmm, like a week. And the floor. next thing you know, a garage door lifts up in the basement. And behind him is weapons. And there is Mike. This mother effer got into a room with a door, like a garage door that protects his ass. What? Which you also kind of got a question in like the small like side note. Lori set up those traps. You see her in 2018 going through the like casing her house with a shotgun setting those doors off so shouldn't she have known no. right. one of those doors existed in the basement that she trapped him in continuity era we'll just, right. we'll just go with that um so meanwhile mike offs the dude with a pickaxe that's what i want to say initially kill number one of the movie there was a lot of mushy head kills in this movie. Let's just yeah. say that there was a. They went. They went very. But I want to say he was the mushy head kills. But I want to say that dude was the first one. Yeah. And then you lose count with the yeah. body counts because as Mike is coming out, he's uh, this officer. This um, that officer firefighter trying to help. Oh, come on, buddy, come up. Not knowing that it's not his buddy, it's actually Mike Myers. He gets yanked down. Yeah. Death number two. Then you seemingly see Mike walking out of the fire. And all the firefighters are like, oh, shit. Fireman massacre montage. And you lose count of how many people he actually kills. I literally texted you 30 minutes into it and was like, his count is at least up to 10. Like I was, she was at work and I was watching it on Friday at 
in my apartment and I was like I'm only 28 minutes in and I've lost count yeah so. <laughs> yeah you lose count pretty early um so after fire massacre you see where it cuts over to another house I, I guess like a street over or something they don't really tell yeah. you how close it is it's but close enough that they can see the smoke and that they knew who Lori was they know so you seemingly neighbor ish yeah I want to say it was like maybe like a street or two over but yeah. woman's playing with the drone older woman probably roughly about Lori's age and the the husband or i'm assuming husband comes out and he's he's like yeah i see this place burned down it's Lori sure it's how and the woman literally goes don't f with Lori. she will f you up and you're just like accurate yeah so she's flying this drone and this drone goes into i want to say it's like the bathroom or something yeah i think it's the bathroom yeah, bathroom and you know she drops it and you know he laughs he grabs you know husband grabs it he's like well i got this up and as he's trying to pull it up it comes flying at him thrown at the and he's just like the hell lands upside down on the ottoman (laughs) and then they start hearing noise which by the way that ottoman thing i gotta call out another continuity error in this so as the husband's checking it out he turns on the light there's mike in the bathroom he smashes the window and then shuts and locks the door and then as he's walking down the hallway all of a sudden there's this huge windows there that mike just got into and smashes his hand through and just starts mashing this dude's head in how big's your bathroom and why do you have so many windows in your bathroom sir i was gonna say why are there inside like why are there windows on the inside yeah it didn't make any sense so i understand if you live in a house having a tiny little window in the bathroom but i've also lived in an apartment for the last like four years with no windows so i don't know what that's like and i don't understand why could why he was it like and we're talking like it looked like a hallway length worth of mirror with windows through a bathroom so error number two yeah at this point continuity error number three after he attacks the husband he comes out he goes after the wife he steps on the drone so somehow the drone goes from on top of the ottoman onto the floor and mike steps on it which How? in the scuffle it could have gotten knocked off who knows but it was but nowhere near it that's what it was bothering yeah. me so and then okay so that was error number three yeah woman sandra she's running to the back door she's struggling to open three locks two sliders and then doesn't even bother trying for the door she grabs a knife honey what is a knife going to do against mike myers i'm like oh, yeah, oh that's going to be knives. his knife. that's going to be his knife for the rest of the movie so when pretty much sandra's demise is he grabs a fluorescent light from under their yeah. thing rips it off smashes it looks at it looks at her and just goes right up yeah. into the throat um and he, he twists it i was waiting for him to see if he could fill it up he got creative he really like, did in this movie that is the one thing that i will say is there was some creative kills so he instead of leaving her dead at the back door he props her up on a cabinet grabs the husband who was still alive at this point both of them yeah. still alive um he put like brandon said puts him up on a kitchen counter and just mind you all the knives are like right around here all like on one of those metal things and he's just grabbing them and just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like my sound that sound there but then he grabs a final knife. I truthfully, I thought he was going to kill Chandra next. Yeah. I thought she was going to get the next, the last knife to go through her. But he, he actually leaves her alive. Yeah. 
they don't address if she lives i mean i don't assume she did but i mean yeah, you never I, know you never know they, they just the throat i don't know they just well they the sheriff kind of got stabbed in the throat and he led so exactly so i'm wondering like they never really addressed that which yeah. whatever um then you know, you know how arteries work we're not trained like that yeah. um it's been a while since you and i both took anatomy so yeah um so then fast forward we're going we're at the hospital now and i think it's haddonfield memorial and Lori is getting wheeled in you know ushered in she's unconscious which they said she was unconscious yet she was moving not unconscious but that's error number four also if you're hemorrhaging your body could do like weird things so no i don't know no i yeah, call bullshit I don't know. her eyes were moving she was oh. like <sighs> oh yeah no that was just an oversell um yeah so that's continuity error number four for me yeah so they wheel her in da, da, da. they're all having these surgeries now mind you she got stabbed like roughly here yeah and but they're this, doing like full when blown. they did <laughs> surgery they're doing surgery straight down the middle maybe they had to repair some <sighs> internal bleeding when you see her she's not yeah. holding she starts holding the side again but her stitches yeah. were in the front she rips open the bleeding f- from the side again later in the movie yeah but not the front so you okay. see what i'm saying like it, that that's where the continuity annuity error comes in for me is because yeah. she's stabbed in the side they're doing surgery straight down the middle of her which by the way can we please discuss how fake that stomach area looked yeah. they had they had it up way too way too much and there was like no bones involved so you're just like hmm, you, yeah. you, that's too big it was, yeah anyways I, there was so many areas that like pissed me off in this movie <laughs> but then again like i said later on she's holding her side when she gets knocked over and trampled she's holding her side again when she's taking the medicine she's holding her side and it's just like figure it out just she gets stabbed inside or stabbed yeah. in the front which one is karen's there she's telling allison you know you can't go anywhere Da-da-da-da-da. they all think he's you know dead and then here comes the police that they're showing the police show up at the house the house is pretty much burned to the ground but they're calling for a manhunt for michael myers at this point the officers are and then this one sheriff i can't remember if i even got his name at this point because i was so irritated um you know he comes in and he's just like no you know we're not doing a manhunt and he seems like he's trying to keep people in check and not yeah going cuckoo peace yeah but it's not working. People no. are like, no, we know who this is. F that. The mob um, mentality is kind of kicking in. Um, we also didn't we, even I was about to say, either. I just kicked over the whole bar scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, we meet Tommy, the adult Tommy Doyle. We meet the adult Bonnie. We meet the adult Lindsay, the nurse. I think her name um, was Mary something. Mary Ellen, yeah. Mary Ann. You kind of like find that. out that you can almost kind of fill in the blanks that they kind of get together every Halloween. and Actually, like the bartender this. says it. Yeah. The bartender so, says every Halloween that they show up they do the talent show they reminisce over the fact that they used to um yeah they all used to get yeah they're survivors and tommy is literally on stage and calls all them out Mm -hmm. and the bartender even says that he's friend that they're friends with Lori strode so you can assume that they you know they're some of the people that she actually keeps in confidant yes which i mean and you do see that you do see that later on in the movie um but there is this couple in front of them that are clearly they had a really shitty time at a halloween party and yeah they're they were a little rude to the group until they realized who the group was and they become friends and then they're all at the bar after they deal with the hospital stuff they're all at the bar it's discussed 
like they're all having like this discussion about everything and then all of a sudden phones start going off mm-hmm. and, and what is it on the news yep well the phones go off first mm-hmm. and then they turn and go it's happening and as the phones are going off and the bartender's turning the tv on to the news lonnie gets a call from his son who's about cameron who <laughs> <The> found <boyfriend. laughs> who found sheriff hawkins Yep. and save sheriff hawkins life um which is kind of cool in the odd end despite what happens to yeah uh, yeah um so lonnie leaves and he tells them all i have to go get my son um and they all realize oh no it's happening again well the couple that was with the group after you know apologizing for slightly being dicks um they go that's our street that's yeah. the neighbor from across the way holy crap so they're like okay we're gonna pay our bar tab we're gonna head out well as they go it's into their car to mention that when they showed on the news they showed two escaped patients yes one being michael myers the other was irrelevant but still two escaped patients nonetheless comes in to play but you got to keep that in mind yeah so as the couple's leaving the bar he the dude realizes he forgot a stethoscope so he's running back in to go get it um the wife goes into her car and as she's starting up the car, she turns around and something moves and she screams. She doesn't actually see anything. She doesn't see anybody. She just sees something moving. So she jumps out of her car. She runs back over. He's in my car. He's in my car. He's in my car. That guy on the news. So the bar turns into a mob mentality and they all go out. Tommy grabbing the bat from behind the bar called old Huckleberry. I, f- I forgot they said what there's a story about it but i just i couldn't pay attention um so he goes out to the car and he's like come on it's gonna end tonight it's gonna end tonight tommy doyle is basically a freaking instigator let's just say it how it is he is an instigator for he's me the this negan of the power- group, basically walking dead oh. reference <laughs> oh yeah 100 yeah. negan <laughs> so he's going into this like i'm gonna kill this dude i'm gonna go out singing da 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 well, as he's getting closer to the car, you hear music, but the music changes. Next thing you know, the car's peeling wheels at him, takes off, goes through a corner, and smashes through into like a building. When the mob runs over, Tommy rips open the car, and there's no one in there. There's some blood, but no one in there. Then it pans off, and you're seeing like from the side view, like somebody like this behind a building, like this. And you hear Tommy and all them talking. And then when they pan around, you think it's Mike. It is the other escaped patient. Now, this man, let me tell you, I feel so sorry for him. And I will explain this a little bit more uh, later. But um, so after this happens, the sheriff show up at the hospital and pretty much tell Karen, nope, he's, you know, what's the events? She's telling him, oh, yeah, we got him for good. Yeah, I killed him. And he goes, no one's told you he's still alive. And she's like, uh, no, (laughs) well, then he's coming here. He's coming here. And Mm -hmm. you know, the daughter, uh, well, her Karen's daughter, Allison, she's there and she, but she was told like, they were told separately. She's freaking out just as much, but she's on, she's on this, like, I'm not going to sit here and take this crap. I'm going to, you know, 
I'm going to take matters into my own hands. Well, and this is where it kind of comes into play of like the, he hunted her down. He stalked her for 40 years. And that's where the daughter kind of is like, no, he didn't. The doctor brought him. So this is where, this is where my theory comes in. Um, I feel like truth be told, I don't think that uh, Loomis or his protege. Well, okay. As Loomis, maybe, because I think Loomis wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. if you remember like in the end of they do show two, a flash where they were gonna yeah and loomis is holding a gun and it is mm-hmm. hawkins that was like no um and hawkins explains later why he did what he did and, you know they're in the hospital she's trying to explain oh no he's 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 gonna come here he's gonna come after her he's gonna come after my mom and then you've got all these patients being rolled in all of a sudden and it's a lot it's the victims that mike's already yeah x'd out um so I don't know. My brain start, is starting to like jumble a little bit because there's there's just so much going on at the time. Mm-hmm. You have Cameron showing up at the hospital and he's like, Tommy's getting a group together. We're going to go after him. Evil dies tonight. Yeah, yeah, he's like, let's go. My dad's got stuff. We're, we're going. And Allison's like, yeah, I'm going to go. And her mom's like, no, you're not. You're going to get in the room with your grandmother. You're going to get in the room with your grandmother. He's going to come here. Da, 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 da. You see her angrily go into with her grandmother realize she still has the knife that she stabbed mike with and she laid it next to her grandmother mm-hmm. so um you know she then kisses her grandmother goodbye bolts it out of the hospital and goes and follows cameron who is seen at uh was it his dad's car lonnie at his dad's car while you know they're showing off lonnie showing off uh guns to tommy doyle and then it's basically a little montage of Tommy going through town, trying to get people to basically fight his battle with him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. I mean, it's all I can think of is the song that Beasts, or not Beast, Gaston sings in friggin' uh, Beauty and the Beast. Like, the honestly, kill the beast. <laughs> honestly, that's where my brain went. I was yeah. like, wow, mom mentality. <laughs> like, you Tommy's can kind of Gaston. That, like, the beat in the background. <laughs> so basically, they go on this huge hunt. Everyone breaks up. Um, Lindsay, the couple from the uh bar actually the ones who got carjacked <laughs> one the woman is dressed as a nurse her husband is dressed up as a doctor when they introduce themselves at the bar saying this is our home that was our street um she goes i'm the doctor he's a nurse and like mm-hmm. roll reverse it's kind of cool um and then we get into the split up of where everyone's going tommy's driving mm. by himself to go gather more more mind power mm. um to try and tell people like look we need strong people if you're not strong get the hell home um lock your door stay inside and then you have um lonnie is with his son and allison and then you have Lindsay, marianne and the other couple which i don't think they ever really give us a name of these guys which is I horrible they do. um but somewhere in between this whole jumbled mess we see this couple. Was it Little John and Big John? Yeah. They renovated and and they now live in the Myers home. And yes, they use that to their advantage. So they get a knock on the door banging and this this little girl saying, we got a piece of candy from your house. My sister started eating it and it had a razor blade at it. And she, you know, she cut herself. And so little John, who is 
not little, goes running out of the house, yelling for Big John, like, oh my God, I see the razor blade in the in the vomit. Da, 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 da. Come to find out they were just pranking them. And, you know, another dude runs into their house, slams the door, steals candy. And that's when the two Johns tell these kids the story about whose house that was and Mike Myers and how, you know, that Mike doesn't handle people living in his home uninvited. For sure. Or then who the hell invited you into his home? But it just comes down to the fact is like, you're literally saying that unless you were invited in by the Myers themselves, you're, you're dead. You pretty much just foreshadowed your own death. Um, So, I mean, they use it to scare the kids off, blah, blah, blah. Well, you then see those kids later on because Lindsay and them are riding through trying to tell people either if you're strong, you know, come with us. If not, you know, go home. Like get off the streets. Well, they, they drive past this park and there is two girls, two girls from earlier, just swinging. And when she comes up, she's like, have you guys seen a man in a mask? And, you know, again, they use the whole same trip. It's Halloween, duh. And she was like, where's your parents? And they were like, we're waiting on our friend. But this guy keeps, you know, it's in a white mask. He keeps following us, trying to play hide and seek. And the one girl goes, there he is. And behind her car, where Marianne and the other couple is still sitting in the car, is Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. She's holding their friend's mask. Yeah. And holding it up. And they're like, oh my God, is that his mask? She's like, friend, get out of here. It's craziness. Um, Mike, you then see her run, Lindsay run and grab like the girl's pillowcase with the candy, dump the candy out. And she just starts like stuffing the pillowcase, random bricks in a playground. Michael is spider monkey at this point because he jumps on top of the car. Yeah. And yeah, the the girls, um, the woman has a gun. Mary Ellen or Marianne, or we'll just say Mary for sake of purposes. The, has, like, the, the, the wife of the couple, <laughs> she took the gun from her she's husband. Like, I know how to use this. <laughs> she's like, she's a terrible shot. shot. We'll oh, get God, to yeah. that. <laughs> so it's so Mary is like, it's Mike, and she's shooting, and this bitch shoots out all the windows in the car. And then she's leaning back. And again, Mike's on top. He's throwing the mat. He's throwing the, the bloody mask on the front. And she leans back and Mike grabs her hair and rips her back out just like he did years ago when he was trying to kill her the first time. Um, so that was kind of like eerie similarity there. Um, I don't, I don't think you know, she didn't die from having her head smashed. Michael made his way into the car. And if I'm correct, he stabbed her. Yeah. Like right through the front. Mm. The gentleman in the back seat is trying to strangle Mike with a telos- with a stethoscope. Fails utterly miserable and he gets a knife through the chin he and right through the eyeball. He just slow looks at him like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like what like- is this going to do to me? So he gets a knife straight through the throat, up through the eyeball. Well, his wife managed to get out of the car. And she starts acting like some gangster trying to pop, 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 pop through, missing yeah. every single shot. She kicked, she's like at the door, getting ready to it. Mike kicks the door. She spins the gun up and blows her and brains out. Lindsay, on the other hand, comes up with that, with that pillowcase full of bricks and just cracks Mike. And we mean cracks him, I want to say at least like two or yeah. three times. And then he gets a hold of her. And I forget how she gets away, but she gets away from him. Oh, the mask. She started to pull the mask off and he let go. So she runs, she hides off the embankment. Um, 
Mike's following her clearly. She did well from hiding. And then, you know, he's looking for her, he's looking for her, he doesn't see her. So he starts walking over the bridge and then it cuts away. Um, I'm trying to remember which scene it cuts away to. I think it cuts away to Tommy at the hospital. Because I think he goes to the hospital at this point to still try to recruit people who might be like at the hospital with loved ones who might have been injured. And that's where one, Lori has woken up from surgery at this point because Karen, well, no, he, yeah, she had woken up from surgery before and Karen didn't have the heart to tell her that Michael she was literally actually looks, alive. She looks at her daughter and goes, we did it. Like, we we got killed him. him. Yeah. We got him. And she's like, yeah, mom, yeah. we got him. <laughs> so Tommy basically goes to the hospital at this point and Tommy's the one to be like, hey. And at this point also the sheriff has been wheeled into the room. Um, that's actually how he, she found out was because the sheriff yeah. was wheeled in he's in from surgery from have a throat and that's when tommy busts in and they she kind of yeah pieces so, got put together there tommy basically says you know vows to protect her as she did to him 40 years ago and you know that they're gonna get him and at that point Lori's like well no i'm not just gonna lay here so she gets up and checks herself in the rear end with something that makes the pain go away. And that's exactly and what she calls it. She's magically able to put clothes on after getting full-blown stomach surgery. <laughs> and then, so basically the, the hospital's a hotbed. Like the mom's going crazy. Tommy is now, the hospital's in lockdown. Tommy is now stuck in lockdown. And you then see as she's coming out of, like into the main area, um, you see a reflection of a guy with a cut on his head and you see him mouthing the word help me mm-hmm. and this is where like i started crying crying yeah. because i don't i think no does that happen before they find Lindsay? yes no because that's how tommy got there mm-hmm. so tommy is actually we're gonna rewind it back yeah um <laughs> so they're out roaming the streets tommy finds Lindsay's car with nobody in it but blood um lonnie and cameron and allison show up as well and they're looking for everybody they go into the park they see the couple the doctor and nurse with masks on laid out on a merry-go-round covered around with candy and blood and then they find mary hung up by the swing set they still didn't find Lindsay, so they run Allison's like looking around they're calling for Lindsay you know calling attention to themselves um and basically they see Lindsay crawling up the bank some and she says something I forget what she says it's him or something like that I he's got them all but she's badly beaten like not even stabbed just beaten like bloody bruised a whole mess um tommy then actually takes her and this is actually how tommy gets to the hospital we totally just bloop that whole spot but tommy actually was the one that took Lindsay to the hospital and that's how he got locked in the hospital and then came the guy going you know help me but everyone medically assumed that this mental patient um is mike so mom mentality kicks in and tommy's like that's him that's him evil dies tonight he gets all these people and they're running and it finally like Lori sees and goes that's not him that that's Her not my line is the greatest thing ever <laughs> you effing sheep it's not him i know that was like, perfect that was the greatest thing 
so during this whole trampling mess, Lori gets knocked over. Again, one of my continuity errors that I got pissed off about earlier. And, you know, her side stitches bust up. And there's this cop who's trying to help get Lori back to her room where the sheriff is. And then, you know, Frank's awake. The two of them start talking. And it's just like, okay, so you have a whole hospital full of people that are trying to murder this person that you know isn't Mike. But you guys are going to have a sense of mental heart to heart. Okay, cool. Um, so Karen realizes it's not him. And she's running up the stairs yelling, it's not him, it's not him. The, sh- the sheriff had said, not the sheriff, but the other cop had said something to her about one of the wings in the hospital, like one of the floors being empty. Um, so she gets to get around the mob and she sees this guy. And what happens next is the most saddest thing on the planet. I felt so bad. So she manages to get into the hallway where the guy's at. And she's whispering to him saying like, I'm so sorry. I know it's not you. I'm not going to let them hurt you. So she takes him into a portion of the hallway when she kind of gains his trust. Um, She locks off one portion of double doors. And then she tells him, I promise I won't let you let them hurt you. And she tells him to lock the doors behind her. And it basically just puts him in the middle of a hallway with like a couple doors, maybe a couple rooms and a window Mm. well there's people coming up on the other side there's people coming up where she's at and she makes eye contact with tommy and goes it's not him and tommy even says it's not him like Mm -hmm. in shock like oh my god i have people chasing after somebody that i said was him it like it looks like some guilt hit tommy pretty hard but at this point there there was no turning back like they all you were done we've got this few hundred people that (laughs) yeah so the windows start busting through on the doors and this guy he's a mental patient he's terrified he doesn't know why they're trying to kill him he grabs a fire extinguisher and as you see the hits coming in on the doors he's hitting the windows for the outside Mm -hmm. he finally shatters the glass as they are breaking through the doors and he gets his freedom by climbing out the window and jumps let me tell you i cried because this poor man had no other option but to jump because people wanted to kill him because they thought he was Mike Myers. And then the messed up part is, is Officer Hackett, aka Annie's father, is now working for the hospital. He goes outside and he says, Tommy, it's not him. And Tommy's response to all of this was, he's always worn a mask. How do you know? <laughs> like, and it was Karen that says, that's why my like turn. innocent man died yeah. because she goes, we've, she was like, he's turned us into the monsters. Yeah. That's what it was. So Karen goes back into the room with her mother and she hears her mother and Frank talking about how he, that the night of the, the night she was attacked, he's, you know, she's blaming herself saying he wants me. He wants me. And officer Hawkins is like, no, it's my fault. He's like, they were, I should have let him kill him. But instead, I wanted to believe that there was some good in that man. He goes, now I know it's just pure evil. There's nothing else. It's nothing but evil. He goes, but it's my fault. I stopped them from killing him that night. He said that the you know, Loomis was about to shoot him, but he just looked at it and he said all he could still see was someone's child on the inside. But he's like, now I know that he's just pure evil. Yeah. And then they start talking about, you know, maybe he wasn't looking out of his sister's room to look out at the world but looking at his own reflection coming back at him 
this sets off an idea in Karen's brain. She immediately now knows where he's going. And she walks out of the hospital. She's telling Tommy off in the process. And Tommy's like, look, I want to help. I want to help. You know, if I go down, I'm going down swinging. And she's like, I need a car. So you see Lonnie, Allison, and Cameron, they all are already at the house. Little John and Big John have been offed by this point. Um, Mike's gotten into his home. And literally the last thing little John says to uh, Mike is, you're home. Because their bedroom is his sister's old room. Yeah, his favorite window. That only window. So they, Lonnie tells his kid and Allison, stay in the car. This isn't me telling you. This is me asking you to, you know, please do that. Allison's like, do you expect? And he was like, look, please. So he goes in. They run in because they hear a gunshot. They run in looking for Lonnie. They go through the bottom. They have the normal. Let me check everything out. And um, they didn't see him, but they heard footsteps upstairs. Upstairs they go. And you hear music as they're going upstairs. And Big John had a record player that he was playing spooky stuff on earlier in the night. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> so when Allison enters the room that there is, she hears the music coming from, Big John and Little John are all are like, posed big john is like up against a cabinet little john is posed across him like with his with his hands over his chest like a funeral casket and the music's playing you know and she you know she's freaking out she's like oh my god are they still alive but she pulls the knife out of big john and drops the shotgun okay so cameron's checking the bedroom he doesn't see anything um he comes back out and as he's walking down the hallway towards the closet, like these folding bifold doors at the end of the hallway, which are kind of open, he blood stripping on him. He looks up, it's his father hanging out the attic, bleeding on him. And next thing you know, Mike Myers just busts open, runs out, and just starts stabbing him right in the stomach. I said to Bill earlier when I had it on in the background, I was like, <laughs> I was like, roll number one of a Halloween movie. He is always in the closet. <laughs> pretty much but what's funny is it took allison a few minutes to be like she's like cameron cameron like are you okay and then she's like oh shit maybe i should get up and go check on my boyfriend so she runs she runs out and she aims the shotgun but mike knocks it out but she's got the knife in her hand and stabs again 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 what, what does a knife do to mike myers not a goddamn thing i digress so he continues to kill the boyfriend knocks her down the stairs i want to yeah i think he knocks her down the stairs or she runs down the stairs i can't flip me remember but she she hurts herself like what did she do something to her ankle did she jam her i think ankle? she did broke she just it, twist it? I okay think, i think she i the think it broke she was screaming i was like oh she done broke something yeah i actually i think if you go back over it i think yeah. she's got bone coming out of her leg at that point um but so she's literally calling mike out at the bottom of the stairs after she screams she's like michael come get me mfr i'm not trying to get demonetized or any of that stuff have youtube throw the band hammer down on us um it's only episode two we can't have that um so we we see her acting you know big bad mike's like f you and his version of saying f you is i'm gonna stab your boyfriend some more then i'm gonna put him through the banister and I'm just going to do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically what ends up happening after that is, you know, kills the boyfriend, then goes down the stairs. And as he's walking down the stairs, he just snaps the boyfriend's neck. 
and goes after Allison. Um, I think Allison got like maybe one good swing on him again. And then she was like, you know what? Just do it. Kill me. Kill me. Do it. And I see him. He gets a pitchfork through the back from who else? Karen. <laughs> um, and pretty much Karen takes, gets his mask off of him and runs. And Allison's just sitting there yelling, mommy, 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 you know, kind of crappily. Yeah. And as Karen's running, she runs in and he's, she drops the mask mm-hmm. intentionally. Well, so the thing is like, she's coaxing him out of the house. And like, she says this line that I'm like, why is that relevant? When she's like, I'm an innocent woman. So like, I, think the re- I think the reason why she said this is because it's in reference to his sister that she oh, was an innocent yeah. woman not really knowing that the sister really wasn't that innocent true but it's um, like what is what does that have to do with anything clearly he doesn't care like yeah. that was what i was like what does he care if you are or you aren't like so basically but. when he walks up on the mask lights come on mm-hmm. and it is everyone from the town tommy officer hackett a whole bunch of other people and they all just start attacking mike they let him put his mask on and then yeah. They start attacking him. He gets a couple good hits on a couple people. They're shooting him, but then they finally get him down. Yeah. I was kind of hoping that at this point we would have seen his face, but considering the fact that we know for a fact there's another one coming, I think that's when we're finally going to get like a full frontal face when he's finally, yeah, you know, um, we can only hope. And then, so after everybody starts beating him, she, Karen grabs a knife and puts it right through Michael's spinal cord and leaves it. And Tommy says, go to your daughter. We got him. And as they all continuously beat on him, she goes over to get her daughter. Cops are called. Ambulance are there. They take care of her. Um, they take care of Allison. But montage. Mike say. <laughs> rips Mike rips the knife out of his spinal cord and jabs it right into Officer Hackett. And then just ensues this montage of murder. Mm. And you're just like, well shit that just happened and the last person he kills is tommy well and the overdub is too is where you kind of like get a get a connection if you will not a direct connection because a lot of like the the weird spinoffs and sequels and whatnot have addressed more of like have put it more on the supernatural end she you basically hear Lori's overdub as like i once thought he was flesh and blood but with every kill he just gets more and more evil and you know more transcendent and i'm like wait what does that even mean but okay so basically after it all ends um we see karen look up in the, in the window she walks up into mike's sister's room and stares out the window and as she starts to kind of see something back to back back pops mike bye bye goes karen Lori and frank do say if they don't get him tonight it's proves that it's not um he's not a man it's he's the essence of fear the essence of evil and it's the fear of the town that gives it to um gives him his strength his power um but that's kind of how the movie ends i like again back to cinematic study person i like the final shot between michael staring at his reflection in the window and them panning into Lori's face because it's almost kind of like synchronicity but not really yeah (laughs) but again because we knew for a fact that it was i mean we 
I mean, I guess I kind of knew. Um, but knowing the fact that there is straight up one called Halloween Ends coming in 2022, it kind of makes sense to a degree the way that they ended it. I mean, I think we both assumed that it was going to be the last one. And then when we That's find how out they made it, it seem. Yeah. And now that, you know, there's another one, you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I um, mean, so all in all, I still rate it about a six out of 10. I, I mean, I kind of go more on like the seven, you know, but I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. So but... now that I've been in, explained about 2018, which literally yeah. as soon as we're done this, I'm going to go watch that. But um, now that you've explained a little bit more, I'll, I'll bump my rating up to about a yeah. seven, but we'll see how Halloween ends is. And yeah. uh, honestly, guys, I think that is all the time we have for you tonight. It, we've been at this for a while now. <laughs> um, so we're going to, we're going to break off. We appreciate you guys listening like and subscribe on youtube follow us on spotify or wherever you get your podcast listening from and we'll see you next time bye <sighs>